When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast with Dave, Honky, Boomer, and Redcast Rob. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast. I'm your host, Honky, and I'm with Redcast Rob. It's spring game week, and I'm headed to Lincoln. I cannot wait to get myself some burritos. And have myself a few beers for the first time in almost a year or so. So I am looking forward to it. And you guys, at this point, I'm just going to shut up because it sounds like Honky's got a <laughs> lot of people here that want to do Whoa. some talking tonight. What, what about Kool-Aid? Did you bring any Kool-Aid to the uh, party, Rob? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as Rob alluded to, we have a, a very special show for you tonight, Redcasters. But before, to get, uh, before we get to that, we just want to tell you to, to mark your calendars. Uh, as Rob said, on Saturday, it is going to be the spring game, and we have a rapid reaction that should be starting somewhere 30 or so minutes after the game. So plan for that. And uh, other things, uh, we, of course, always have our promo code REDCAST at Hale Varsity. So go to HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe. And last but not least, our uh, new sponsor, Smack and Smooch. Uh, custom shirts and specialty items. Uh, you can see the t-shirts and a bunch of koozies that we've already had made there. Uh, very cool stuff. And uh, make sure to give them a call if you need any kind of shirts or any of that print made. So tonight, kind of a cool show here. Something a little different. Something we haven't done before. Um, Meg and uh, and I started talking oh, a month or so back that this would be a really cool thing to do. In fact, let me see if I can find the tweet right here. I did a follow Friday about a month ago, and I'm like, hey, you know, follow all these people that have been on the show before, and Maid was one of them, and she responded with, uh, you know what this list needs more of, cowbell for one, and also chicks, man. Chicks, well, we didn't have any, we barely have had any chicks. We've had we've had Maid on a couple of times. In fact, mm -hmm. I think this is your fourth time now, and so tonight we're doing something really special, girl power, husk girl power, and uh, we want to have uh, the female side of the Husker fandom be able to, to really be highlighted tonight. Uh, I want to go around the room. This is something we talked about right before we set, we went on the air, just to give everyone kind of a clue of where we're all from. But, of course, I'm Red Kassonke. I'm from Roca, just south of, of Lincoln. Rob is from Greeley, Colorado, just north of Denver. The exact Abby is opposite from, of Hawaii. There you go. <laughs> Abby is in St. Louis. Red Cass Meg is in Crete, just west of me. Amy is the furthest west of anybody right now. She's in Hamilton, just outside of Hamilton, Montana. College friend of mine, last summer, my uh, my family, we took an RV trip up to, to Montana, and we stayed with with Amy and John one night. Beautiful home overlooking the, the Bitterroot Valley, so beautiful area. Maddie is in Iowa City right now. Husker fan living in Iowa City, doing uh, some great work there for a hospital, and uh, we appreciate that. Sarah is in Pap uh, Papillion, so Omaha Metro, and... Uh, Fun fact, her brother is Paper Stadiums, and he uh, was on the, the, the Redcast about a year ago. And then last but not least, Kylie 
is in uh, Las Vegas and works with the uh, Las Vegas hockey team. And Meg and Kylie are both halves of the Popping Colonels. And I'm going to put up their logo up here. The Popping Colonels podcast, who we're kind of co-branding this with. <laughs> and then uh, the other shout out is uh, Abby and Sarah are one half of the Hus Girls. You can find them at Hus Girls on uh, Twitter. So uh, that kind of lets everyone know who we are. I'm handing this over to Meg and kind of along with Rob, I think the guys are going to take a step back and let's let the, the girls have the, the floor. I love it. That never happens. Finally. I'm kidding. That happens all the time. That's, that's a blatant lie. Um, so I just kind of want to start off with talking about, you know, how we all became Husker fans. And I feel like it's probably going to be pretty similar to my story, just in that, you know, when you're born in Nebraska, you're born a Husker fan. That's just kind of what you do. But I kind of want to hear from all of you. So Abby, do you want to start? Sure. Uh, yeah, same. So born in Omaha, raised uh, everything Husker fan. Um, we, I mean, my early, I just have like really early memories of family football watch parties and hating the weeks that games weren't on TV because do you remember when games weren't always on TV and you had to just <laughs> listen to the radio and then it was just us sitting at home listening to the radio. Uh, so yeah, so we uh, grew up, it was always just a big family kind of social thing. And that's um, yeah. So it that's, that's my Husker fandoms intro. I love it. Um, I've always said, so we used to do the same thing, right? We had Husker watch parties, our families all got together, families, friends, whoever. And I remember very vividly, like being in the living room with a bunch of dudes. And I was like, where is everyone else? (laughs) Like, why am I the only one in here, um, watching the game with all these men? So see in mine, I will say mine's a little, um, I don't have any girl cousins and there weren't a lot of girls my age so I was the only child girl there but like my mom and my aunts on both sides of the family are also really big Husker fans so admittedly it took me a long time to realize that like not that like women don't belong quote-unquote like don't belong in the fandom so it was a I'll say a lot of the stuff that's happened has been so eye-opening because that's not how that's not how I was raised within the kind of fandom yeah my mom would kill me i guess if i didn't say like my mom is also a huge husky like she's probably watching this going what in the hell megan but so i i need to say that also um but i always would tell like some of my friends even now I'm always like don't make me go to a Husker party where I have to kitchen like I will be in the living room and I'm sorry but I'm not going in there like it's just not gonna happen um next Amy yeah so I I also had lots of boy cousins and grew up being um one of the only girls on the on my dad's side of the family but we I don't know. We weren't like a crazy Husker football family. We watched games and stuff. And I suppose it was probably about high school time where I started really loving to listen to the games. Like Kent Pavelka's voice is my spirit animal. animal. Um, (laughs) But uh, my first year of college was 1995. So I remember watching that 94 championship. Yeah, (laughs) decent, right? Mm -hmm. Oh. yeah that 94 championship and like everybody out on the streets partying on on o street and everything and just thinking i'm gonna be there next year and 
so so we started off strong when I was in college and and that's that's where I really you know Husker football really got its hooks in me yeah it would have been pretty difficult for it not to I think Maddie go ahead so I did similar but different um to both of you similar in that I have you know all my family huge Husker fans um grew up watching Husker football However, I was born in Iowa, so it wasn't like, yeah, like it was a whole community thing. Like everyone around me was like Husker football, like very much so not the case um, for me. But I like, yeah, I would say actually like Husker volleyball. I grew up playing volleyball. And so Husker volleyball was kind of like what when I first really started getting into Nebraska, I feel like or following Nebraska, I'll say. Um, But no, I my fun fact is I was born, I think either a day or two days after the uh, the 97 uh, championship. So when people are like, I know. So when people are like, you weren't even alive in like Nebraska was like in their like prime. I'm like, I was two days. I was two days old. So, <laughs> <It's but there. laughs> Absolutely. You were alive and there's a chance you might be um, the curse. So yeah, exactly. I, know. I, I, was like, I wasn't going to say it, but <laughs> I was going to say that it sounds like Amy needs to go back to college. It yes. totally yes. does. <laughs> Matt and I both need to go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, I um, yeah, family, lots of boy cousins. They kind of are what kind of roped me into loving the Huskers. And my mom's from Nebraska, so. Good. I love it. Sarah? Same thing. I was a kid in Nebraska in the 90s and the 80s, so I mean, who else am I going to like at that time? So, and I, my whole family no loves one. sports, and the moms and the aunts were all together watching with the dads and the uncles, so it was just what we did and was ingrained and I have memories of going to crossroads after the 94 and 95 and storming the the mall parking lot and stuff and it's the same thing that's when I got hooked but didn't really have a choice and I'm not mad about it yeah I mean I'm kind of mad about it sometimes now but, but yeah <laughs> then, then no 20 years ago it was cool yeah um, Kylie, I kind of know your answer, but we would all love to hear it. Yeah, my answer is different from everyone else's. Um, my <laughs> grandpa grew up in Gothenburg, and when he graduated high school, he moved to California and joined the Navy, and that's where I was born, and we were just born into Husker football, and so when I went to look at colleges, it was really the only college that I knew, and I came to visit and I had a family friend playing for the team at the time. So I got to come visit when I was a senior in high school and hang out with all the football players and be their little sister. So I really had no choice but to go and give my family a real reason to be Husker fans. But um, yeah. How generous of you. <laughs> that was super nice of you. Um, okay. Does anyone have a favorite Husker experience? Um, well, oh. I can share. Sarah's reminded me of, um, of one and I want to say it was 97, but as a relatively young child at the time, my memories get all mixed up. I barely remember yesterday, so I'm going to get things. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure it was the 97 championship game and we were at my grandpa's house. Um, because that was the chosen place that year and we won and my dad and my uncle who are normally pretty stoic people like they'll yell during games 
but they don't, they're not really like emotionally driven people. Where did I come from? Um, <laughs> would like, after that game though, they found this like inflatable Herbie yard thing that my grandpa had. And if you unplugged it, it obviously like went away. So they just pulled the corn, the piece of corn out of the Herbie's hand and just ran up and down the street <laughs> on the top of their lungs. I've told my dad that story. I'm like, do you remember this? I loved that moment. He goes, no, I wouldn't have done that. I'm like, no, it happened. It's like false memories. Memory of me. No, I know. And I've asked my mom, she goes, that doesn't sound. I'm like, no, it's not fake. <laughs> like ingrained in my brain that this is, this is what I'm going to do when we win our, our next national championship is I'm just going to run down the streets with an ear of corn that I find. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um. Why are we blocking me? <laughs> oh, I was like, what's happening? I've been reading a couple of the things that Rod's been having to go and crush. There was something about Iowa earlier, and I'm not sure what that was. He took it down quick. So. I thought that was a great memory, Rob. It, it was, Abby. It was. Is it really a memory, though? You know? Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, Abby. I thought I thought that only the cool kids blocked you on, on Twitter. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody had an opportunity to do that. We'll talk about that later. Anybody else have something, like a favorite experience or game or moment? I um have, like, somewhat more recent. But the Jordan Westercamp Hail Mary um. My husband and I were at that game. The people, all the guys around us were talking about how it was not, wasn't going to happen. They just need to let Northwestern score the touchdown. So we get the ball back. I'm like, no, get the stop, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, Hail Mary happens, and like I lean over to high-five my husband, and he's four rows down hugging random people. I turn around and like smack the guy behind me. I'm a happy hitter. If you ever sit by me at a game, if something good happens, I will probably hit you. It's just what I do. So that's probably... And then nobody wanted to leave. It was so fun. Like everybody was just so amped up. My sister was a student at Lincoln at the time. We were supposed to meet her for dinner afterwards. And she's like, where are you guys at? Texting me like, well, we don't want to leave. She's like, why? She thought we lost. So she had no idea because she just left her dorm and walked to the restaurant or whatever. So that's probably my most recent super fun memory that always sticks out. Whenever I see that game on TV, I have to stop and watch it um I just I love it so much so it was so fun yeah those are fun ones to be at I haven't been at a lot of wins lately. I'm not even my <laughs> maybe it's you maybe it could, very well could be um okay I kind of want to get into some um being a female sports fan type of stuff um so I want to know has anyone ever asked you a trivia question or in some way required you to prove your fandom? Yes. I think everyone can <laughs> say yes. Please, yep. please explain. Um, I feel like it happens like more frequently than I like to say, um, especially in the job that I have, but I remember I was in Cancun three years ago and some someone was just like talking all this trash to me about Husker football. And then he was like, good luck against Oklahoma. And I'm like, bro, we're not even in the Big 12 conference anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
So like that's what makes me the most mad is when like people are trying to quiz you, but just because I don't know one thing doesn't mean I don't know 10 more things than you do. Don't mean that in a mean way, but um, I hate that. So yeah, don't do that. I would, I mean, I'd also, and I don't know. So I don't think I've ever gotten a trivia question or like a, that kind of question, but to kind of piggyback off that, I have been in situations where I've gotten like one thing wrong. Like I mispronounce a name or I get a position wrong. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, you really, it's like, I'm sorry. Some of these things just aren't important. to me. Like they're not important enough for me to like stick into my brain because I'll just Google, like I'll look it up if I don't know it and that's fine. But just because I don't know who was our third string DB in 07, why would I know? Like, why is that important? Why would I need to know that off the top of my head? And why does that prove or disprove if I'm a sports fan? And nobody right. ever has an answer right. when you ask that question. It turns if, out if it cool. helps, Abby, and we get stuff wrong all the time. On show. <laughs> we need like a full-time fact checker. Well, and I feel like for me, I'm not even like claiming to know stuff sometimes. Um, it's like all of a sudden I just feel like sometimes you just do get a little cornered. But for me, since I live in Iowa, I feel like it's less of like being a girl and more of like simply being a Nebraska fan. And like, I feel like two things that like automatically it, like just get, I get attacked with are like a Scott Frost and just like the obvious accusation, like accusations, accusations that just mm-hmm. come with him being the head coach. And then B one that I didn't think that I'd get as much of is um, like the attendance and just that and I'm like I don't even want to get into that that is a whole other thing (laughs) but yeah like for me and I I'm pretty sure every single I know every single person on here is 10 times better at Husker trivia than me like knows up and down everything more about Nebraska football than me however like that's not why I'm a Nebraska fan either like I'm a Nebraska fan because of like like I guess to circle back with like what you said, Megan, about like, what's your favorite Husker experience for me? Like, honestly, one of them was the Buffalo game because that was my first game in Memorial after COVID. And like, I'm not kidding you. Like there were so many days like during like 2020 where I'm like, you know what? All that I can look forward to right now is Husker football. And like Mm -hmm. (laughs) as cheesy and cliche as that is, but um, yeah, I feel like for me, it's less of, yeah, like trivia and more of like, you're like the one Husker, not the one, there are lots of Husker, there are more Husker fans in Iowa than I expected, but um, yeah, it's more of just that than being a girl, but there are elements of being a girl too. (laughs) Yeah, I just think like the gatekeeping thing is so weird to me, because it's like, what other hobby could you have where somebody's like, oh, you like to cook? Are you a chef? Can you make um, this, this, and this? And it's like, why does it matter? If I like to cook, I like to cook. If I like sports, I like sports. I don't have to know every G dang thing about it. God, I censored myself so good. I'm so crazy. That was very good. <laughs> that was so good. You've got this this live, is a family live, show. I know. You've got the live streaming down. Right? Yeah. It there's just... a good chance my grandma's on this also. Hi, Maddie's there's a, grandma. There's a good chance Matt's parents are watching right now, too. So we need oh, to make sure Mike and Marty Honky are, are, are not yelling at anyone for swearing. So. Well, Ma- yeah, Marty Honky again. would be yelling. And that, that, that's one of my people that growing up mom was was a huge influence on me and my grandma was a huge influence on me with Husker football and so um yeah they'd be screaming right now if they're watching this (laughs) Um, I'm kind of with you Maddie as far as like 
the lifestyle of just loving Husker football is what I love most. Like I know some facts and I know some games and stuff, but dates always get away from me and all of that stuff. But I love being a Husker fan. Like, and, and I don't, I guess I don't have to prove it because I kind of prove it before people asking questions. I've, I've got the corn Husker license plate in Montana. I was really <laughs> pumped that I could get that when I moved here. Um, I, <laughs> I had a, you know, Husker garter for my wedding and ran into a Husker guy out there at the lake, like on the way to the altar and yeah, uh, stuff like that. And so mostly I just get teased for being the Husker fan and people like to kind of poke me a little bit about the whole, you know, oh, you guys and your coaches and all of that stuff. And, but I just, I, I love it so much. I can't hide it. So then pretty much they just are okay with it. Amy has the end for knowledge joke made its way to Montana. You know, I haven't heard it, but that doesn't mean it's not here. <laughs> it is a brand new and original never heard before joke. It is, you know. Sarah's number one favorite too. I, it's so creative. I've never heard and every time it throws me off. It's so good. I know. The only time I don't get mad voice. when I hear the end for knowledge joke is so I work in the cancer I work in a cancer center and it's always like the 80 year old like <laughs> men that like to throw that out there. Cause I like slip in that I'm a Husker fan at any given opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> and they always, they, they love the end for knowledge. <laughs> That's how old the joke is. I know. It is. They, they created it, Maddie. That's why they love it. They made it up. Um, it is funny though, because it's like, you realize this is a joke about how you can't read. Like, I don't, right? <laughs> I literally don't understand it. But, okay. Rob, do we have any comments we need to address? I mean, so we keep Husker Kara. I'm assuming she, she knows somebody there because this is her first time joining. So Husker Kara, first of all, welcome to the Go Big Redcast and watching us live. Thank you for being here. It means the world to us. And, and I wouldn't lie about something like that. Um, and her lately... She said, lately, it seems I spend more time defending Husker fandom, period, than being a female fan. I don't like either. GBR forever. So Love it. So, so I would say that outside of our fan base, like Iowa fans, Oklahoma fans, yes, it's being a Husker fan. Inside our fan base, we get a, at least Abby and I have gotten, I'm make, I'm, I don't. I don't know everybody, but Abby and I have talked about it a lot. Guys who are like, you just like them because you think Scott Frost is hot. Well, yeah, but also I've been a Husker fan long before Scott Frost put a red uniform on. So we get a lot of it more from inside the house, it seems like lately. And it, it happens all the time. I, I would agree. Um, so two, hopefully these are quick. Two things. One, absolutely the last thing to tell a Husker fan is you only want Nebraska to succeed. You only like Scott Frost. Sorry, this is a family show because you are one of the girls he is sleeping with, right? Which is like mm -hmm. the most disgusting rumor that anybody could start. And it always gets started about young head coaches. And it's just, let me tell you right now, it's a disgusting rumor. So stop. It's not funny. It's not a joke. Knock it off. If anybody who's listening, hopefully doesn't make it, but it's not funny. So don't ever say that <laughs> to anyone, but especially like two fans where we're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm older. I'm old enough to have been around before Scott Frost. So it's not mm -hmm. Scott Frost. Right makes me do it and we all know about our buddy who like said all these things and then 
called into a radio show and was like, ah, uh, yeah, bragging about, I said that she's one of Scott Frost's mistresses. And it's like, why are you bragging? First of all, stop. Like, mm. that will get me riled up. And it comes <laughs> in turn. There are Husker fans who do that. And it's like, what are you guys doing? You cannot tear us apart. Like, everybody else wants to get on us. We can't tear each other apart. And don't right. make it that. Mm. Yeah, and, and Abby, to your very after school special. <laughs> and, and Abby, to your point there too, those rumors, whether it was Frost or if it was, we've had coaches in the past. Those rumors that you're right, it's it's time and time again. And I will just say, in today's world, if you don't have a camera phone picture to show me a rumor, I don't believe it anymore because everything out there they yes. couldn't they couldn't keep our our military uniform secret for for three hours. <laughs> that walking down Havelock, I don't know how in the world these other you know rumors that everyone knows about you know never get out. But yes, I'll take a step back again. No, 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 no. I appreciate <laughs> no that was great. It very much was like sorry. I just like knew that that was probably going to come up. And I just, every time I'm just like, Oh my God, I just want to like fight somebody for it. Um, but the I other is that small town I, hitting forward. So all those like sleeping with rumors and stuff, I, I got all of those. Uh, I'm protected against those from high so school. Lucky. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we had to build up armor early. <laughs> but then the other is that, yeah, definitely. I think Sarah hit it is that a lot of this comes a lot of the like, you have to prove your Nebraska fandom as a girl comes in from internally. We've, I've made friends with people from other fandoms who are amazing and never once have they been like, Oh, you're a girl. Tell me about football because they're like, we love football. We love it. But it has always been my interactions with other, with other Husker fans. And it bums me out so much where it's either they don't take me seriously. They don't take my opinion or my question seriously or, uh, yeah, it's it's just because you think Scott Frost is hot. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> there's a little bit more to like women and what they like about sports than uh, just the head coach of one sport. In my defense, I think Scott Frost is hot. Okay, so, <laughs> I mean, Who doesn't? You know, if you have eyeballs, you probably do. At, at one point, I told my wife, I was like, you know, if the rumors are true, I'm going to hit him up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll be off mic now. <laughs> that's probably good timing <laughs> um yeah no i like it and i think it's important to talk about that i think um you know i a lot of the reason why we feel that there's like the the infighting and the husker fan versus husker fan meme right like that we all love mm-hmm. um it's yeah. just everyone's frustrated everybody wants yeah. to win like everybody gets along when we're when we're teaming up against PJ Fleck, right? Everybody's friends when we're fighting Iowa. Like it's, it's only oh, I love it. Did, did I'm sorry, guys, man. Did you hear he did come out and say, "Hey, I had eye surgery because of a bungee cord." Yes, I mean, like two years ago. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. This is great comment. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it says uh, it's, uh, I love uh, I love seeing Abby roast people on Twitter when they ask where the offensive line commitments are at. Um, and and for the record, see Kevin Williams Jr. That's all hey. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I but I agree. I think like it's, I, I've already said it, and I'm sorry. I'm just repeating myself. But I I think that that's the part that like makes this whole thing worse. Like. All like I feel like all sports women have at some point had to like prove it, 
But when the but when it's coming internally, it's like, guys, why even if like let's say the only reason that I like that I'm supporting Nebraska football is is for Scott Frost, who cares? I'm still supporting Nebraska football. Why why are you turning people away from supporting us? Yeah. It makes it's strange. No it's strange. Like I said, it's it's seriously the only like thing I can I mean, I'm sure there's other um, you know, like things, hobbies and things that people are into that are like this, that kind of feel like someone is gatekeeping it. Right. And you have to say the right things and do the right things in order to be part of it. And it's like, that's not what any of this is about. It's silly. What about you, Meg? You're just being the question asker. I I know. I like it. (laughs) It's kind of fun. I've never had this much power before. So I'm like, answer me this. No. um, (laughs) What? I don't know. Well, I have a question for Kai. What was what's it like doing popping kernels with with Meg and, and the two of you together? How how has been doing the show together? It's been good. I miss it a lot. This is my first time seeing Meg since I moved. So um I think we learned a lot. It was kind of just flying by the seat of our pants, learning how to do it and produce it. But um I will say a lot of people like I've had past players DM me, like trying to explain a take or like tell me my take is wrong. And that's what I don't understand either. Like when people just personally message you, like just if you have something nice to say, say it. If you don't, I think especially in the past four months running golden night, social media has just like changed my mind on so many things. Like, with the podcast, I was so picky about things and I would edit things forever. And now the next time we do a podcast, I'm putting it out in 30 minutes after we're done because <laughs> I don't care. But um, it's it was a lot of fun doing it. And I really hope that we can find the time to do it going forward because I think we could make it something special. And I'm glad that I've had Meg to do it with me. It's been really Aww. fun. I love it. It started out as like a school project for Kylie. And she's she messaged me on Twitter and was just like, hey, would you <laughs> want to do something like this? And I was like, I have never done something like this. And yes, I would. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. Raise your hand if you if you work for ESPN and you're on this call. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're gassing me up. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, I'm just going to leave. I am irrelevant now. I watch ESPN. Yeah. That that counts, I think. Mm -hmm. And similar to what I think on the opposite end of like some of the bad things that have happened, not a fan, but these are some of the great things that happen when you are a girl who's into sports is you meet other women who are into sports and you get to do really cool collab like this. Yeah. You get to do things like Mm -hmm. this to be like, like Megan Kylie, where you get a podcast, you get to be like Sarah and I, where we get to kind of run this like female friendly fan page. Um, <laughs> it's a really nice way to say it and, and maybe focus and and turn focus on, on other women in sports and our female athletes. So I think there's a lot obviously of like tension and frustration that comes with it, but there's a lot of really good stuff that comes from being a vocal female fan and it's meeting other awesome female fans. And I don't want this to turn into like man bashing because that's not what it is. There's a lot of really cool guy, like male fans who don't do these things and do support us and are, you know, we'll, 
will stand up for us and be like, uh, not cool. They know what they're talking about. Be, yeah, all right. Fine, Rob. Uh, <laughs> um, and so like even that, so I find that that's the good that comes with a lot of that bad is you, you do start finding that support from other places and you start making friends with other Husker fans. And again, fans of other teams who are just like, we love that Husker fans are, are huge fans and they know everything about football and college sports. And even if they don't, they talk about it with such passion that um, I think make us a lot of fun to talk to. So be nice to us. <laughs> can, can I just add in, and I know I promised I wasn't going to talk, but uh, Abby just said some stuff there <laughs> that did like hit home with me too, because, you know, um, I'm a, I'm a big supporter of, um, we'll just, we'll just say strong women. My, my wife is, is, is a very intelligent woman she's a strong woman she she's worked her way you know up through masters has this has this great job and it's like she's she's outside of like my mom and dad like she's my hero so and not to be too soft about it but my wife is amazing honky's met her he knows and um she's definitely my better half and and it's funny because it's like i talk about people that i interact with on twitter and people that i've met before and and i'm always talking about women and not once does she ever flinch at me and be like, you know, oh, you're talking to this woman or, and I told her I was doing the show tonight and, and she really was, she was just like, well, it's about time. That's, that's really cool. You know? And, and so, you know, I just, I appreciate what you guys all bring to the table because quite frankly, a lot of the takes that I hear from like the male side of things with Husker Phantom often gets really boring and isn't, and is no longer, <laughs> it, it sounds like, it just sounds like the same stuff over and over again. And it's really just become trolling where it feels like a lot of the better content that's out there that isn't like you know the journalist but like just basically personal fan opinions usually comes from from the women that i interact with on twitter and um i mean that so i think that's one of the big reasons that honky and i talked about doing something like this in the past and and trying to get people on and one of these days aaron Sorensen, if you're ever listening i would love to talk to you a little <laughs> bit too so queen um, I have been I have been trying to get her to come on and do an interview for a while, and I hope that it gets back to her that that I said that here tonight. This so, was anyway. so cool. I <laughs> yeah, love that I, I, I kept the, and you know we're with the Hill Varsity or we're with Herd at Network, which which owns Hill Varsity. And to Rob's point, there we've talked about having Sarah, uh, Aaron on a number of times. We kind of play a little bit of phone tag back and forth, but you know she's doing something here with uh, Nebraska Public Media upcoming Title IX project. And uh, so she was uh, talking with uh, Holly Rowe there and uh, it was just a neat little tweet that they had there. And, you know, we've talked about with, with Aaron, we've had Mike Babcock on from Hale Varsity. We've had, we just had Brandon Vogel on who is related to Amy because it's a very small world, right? <laughs> um, very small. <laughs> trying to get Greg Smith on and we're going to talk some, some recruiting. I want to get Aaron on too, but th here's the challenge. I don't want Aaron to come on to talk gender stuff. I want to talk with her because she's a really good sports writer who probably along with maybe Nicole Griffin from Griffith from 10, 11, you know, when she's walking, she's covering the football team. And when she covers them, she's probably stepping into a room where she's, if not the only, just one of the only women in it. And I almost, there's a part of me where it's like, I don't want to bring her on the show unless that's the, the point of the show, but I don't want to bring her on the show to let's talk football. And then let's, let's end up not talking football. And Meg, I'm, the first time we had you on a year ago, and I remember just, I wanted to make a very quick reference. Hey, you're the first woman that we've had on, then let's move on. Let's, let's talk football. And I mean, I went overboard. I think I was going out of my way to like, <laughs> let's, let's, 
let's keep it to the we're, we're talking to you like you're a fan no different than any of the other fans chaz and socal and husk guys and all the other ones that we've had on and so that was kind of the point there and i and i the same way i feel about you know if we if we would have aaron or, or someone else you know on the show for uh, journalistic pers- journalistic purposes see and i love that like there are a lot of things in my life where I am the one woman in the room or one of few. I've, I've always worked in tech and that's a real male heavy industry. And right now I work in a company that does like hunting and off-roading and those are pretty male centric things too. And it's nice to be just taken as, you know, one of the people in the room not mm-hmm. necessarily have to focus on gender so much and and it doesn't like i said i grew up with a lot of guys so it doesn't it has never bothered me too much um and a lot of my friends are guys so it's kind of just nice to not have to i like what we're doing here because we have a real supportive um community of women but i also like it when my gender isn't called into to question and and like we're talking about you know being challenged that you know what you're talking about because you're a woman. Well, of course you do. You got the same brain as anybody else. Then you probably have some interesting perspectives that nobody else has. Hmm. Well, and I was going to say too, I mean, I follow every single person on here, not because they're a girl, but because I like their Twitter and I yeah. like their content and I like what they <laughs> like what they say. And I think they're funny and I, you know, and like, it just stinks to think that like that can be discredited because of their gender. Um, but yeah. That's I wasn't like oh, that's something girl. I get a lot, Kylie, <laughs> to answer your question from earlier is like you have that many followers because you're blonde and cute and whatever. And it's like it's because you're funny. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. The cute okay, thing. Okay. That's an illusion. Wait, here, here's a per- thing. perfect segue, because you're funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. This is this was awesome. This is just this damn is good. Funny. Like every every Husker fan wishes they wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> and for I guess the podcast listeners tomorrow that that uh, can't see this, it's a tweet. And Meg, may, you explain it. <laughs> okay, so um, there was a few of these going around, um, and this one says, "If I didn't know anything about Nebraska football, here's what I'd think each coach did for a living." And I kind of did the offense and the defense, sort of split them up in that way, um, and just said like it has a picture of each of them and it says if Scott Frost wasn't the head coach of Nebraska football, I think he could be a pharmacist. Um, I think that Mark Whipple could be a personal injury lawyer. Like he totally looks like one of those guys on those commercials, you know, they're like, if you've been seriously harmed in an accident, please call 1-800. I'll get you money or, you know, like, and Chenander as a homicide detective is the most believable thing ever. I don't know what you're talking about. I want Becton to call me and ask me about my extended warranty. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably buy one. <laughs> and, and, and Duvall being the corrections officer is just perfect with that haircut. That, he has, <laughs> that so. one was a given. Oh I'd, I'd probably s- s- like stop being sober just to buy drugs from Scott Frost. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna follow that up. All right. <laughs> I don't really know where we go from there. That's as good as it gets. This is this is this. You guys just basically like embodied my entire college life trying to talk to women. Just for the rest of it. <laughs> oh. 
the awkward silence? Is that what you're referring to, Rob? <laughs> yeah. Even a polite chuckle. That's the but nobody was just like <laughs> no, not not a single chuckle. It just got really quiet and awkward. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go now. You guys have a great night. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, is everybody going to the spring game? Yes. No. Yep. Sarah's no. not. Amy's not. Kylie's far away. I'm going oh, to a VGK oh. hockey game. Yay. How are they doing? Um, well, we've won five straight, but it's going to be a dogfight to the playoffs. We have 12 games left. We're in a wild card spot right now, but every game counts. And if they miss the playoffs the first time, the first year I work for them, I'm very <laughs> upset. It, but a, like a month ago or so, you didn't even think they'd make it, right? So they've been, they've been doing a lot better recently. Yeah, but we have we have a lot of injuries, so that's the thing. We have eight active guys on our roster are hurt, so Ooh. it's just been a revolving door. But we play tomorrow, so okay. Well, cheer for you. You're going to get a whole new um, fan base just of Huskers watching. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, Can I just fact, interject? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's fine. But a fun fact is we used to be like the football team in 1907 or something. Don't get mad at me for being wrong, but they were <laughs> the Golden Knights. So mm -hmm. you can be a Husker fan and a Golden Knights fan. <laughs> I thought that was so great when I found out that's who you were doing uh, promotions for because I thought, well, you know, she's still asked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and that that right there is a perfect example, though, of like that is like hockey knowledge beyond anything that I have. And and 90 percent of the men that I know have do not know that. And you just like spit. I, I was like searching through the standings like, where are they at right now? Oh, they're. <laughs> They're one point over the stars in the in the final wildcard spot. But like, see, and that's that right there is like this. The entire point of the show is that like those are things that like, you know, you, you know. And I was just like, OK, cool. Like, wow, I don't know yeah. anything about what's going on. I'm a Sharks fan and they suck this year. So, you know, I. Yeah. Yeah. We oh, hate the Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> see, you're, you're a perfect Knights fan. Yes, you, you hate the Sharks. I was in Vegas when um, the. Uh, Knights made the finals and lost to um, what who was it? Uh, the, the Capitals. I was actually in Vegas that night passing through on my way to LA. We just stayed the night there and my wife and I were walking down the street and I look over and the Capitals bus is like parked and uh, Ovechkin is getting off the bus carrying the oh the God. trophy wow. itself and i was just like mm -hmm. that is like the most like wow and and what's funny is her and i we left our phones at the hotel room because we we're like, let's just go for a walk, like unplug from everything for a little bit. So I couldn't record it, but I'm like walking by the Oriental hotel and there's, there's like the Stanley cup, just like literally like 15 feet away from me. I didn't even mean to be there. And yeah. so, yeah. Sorry, anyway, I just wanted to bring up how they lost the, the Stanley cup. I was <laughs> at the game and saw them lose the cup. So I was inside the arena close to you, but. I just can't wait for if we do when we win the Stanley Cup, the parade will be the best parade of all time in any sports going down the strip. So hopefully it's this year. <laughs> I think I, I need to fully indoctrinate myself into Vegas Knights fandom just so I can experience that parade. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Start. We'll start working on that. Okay. That's another everyone. podcast. I was can get everyone. I was in St. Louis when we won the oh. Stanley Cup, and it was. I imagine. I mean, it was fun. I'm not a hockey fan, so I don't know. But we went down for it, and it was amazing. Like. It was so cool again to be in an environment where where somebody won something. We're like, oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> it's a blast. Like it's it's a it's a disaster, but in like the best way possible. So yeah, I, I hope that for you, so you get to experience Thank it, you. especially as a as like a fan and working for them. I very much hope you get to experience that. Okay, you backing on the hockey train. Uh, my dad's Canadian, so he's actually from <laughs> Vancouver. So <laughs> I grew up watching the Canucks. Uh, kind of haven't at all been following them at all lately, but that's sort of what sparked my like love and like interest in sports. I feel like is like that was probably one of the youngest like memories that I have watching sports is like watching hockey with my dad. So I I love that, Kylie. I fully support you though. <laughs> Thank you. If no alliance to the Canucks, <laughs> we just beat the Canucks on Sunday, and that's who we play tomorrow. So I know. Oh. So I'm like, do I bring this up? Okay. <laughs> Everything that I brought up, I'm like, should I say this? I know, of course. I have, I have a question. The woman in Husker fandom, anyway, is like, should should I say this? <laughs> right. I'm like, I feel like that's just always like a subconscious thought that I have. No, no more having. Oh, I know. It was Always a subconscious say it, guys. that I had. Yeah. Of course it happens. They block you. Who cares? Yeah. I have a question. <laughs> I have a question. I think, Abby, you were mentioning, uh, you know, about the, the, the hockey team that was winning. And, like, you know, and it's fun to watch a winning team. I can speak for the Redcast, and I know what it's like to start a podcast in oh. April of 2017, and we've had five glorious seasons of football and basketball, you know, during that time where it's just been loss after loss, and, it's, and we get be- we feel beat down, okay? Mm-hmm. Right, you you are fans, no different than us. How have the last five years been? Just the, the losses. How how has that affected your fandoms? In, in and and this can you can be better fans. I I'll make the argument that we're better fans today than we were thirty years ago when we were winning all the time. To keep showing up and having sixty thousand people in Memorial Stadium for a spring game, it's pretty impressive. But I mean, what have the last five years done to you collectively? Um, you know, as fans, I'll start with Meg. So. I think I, how do I want to say this? I, I don't let it affect me anymore. Right. Um, to me now, and, and I've always kind of been like this, but especially over the last, you know, six, seven years, um, it just, I'm always going to be a Husker fan. <laughs> so when lose, whatever happened on any given day, doesn't really affect how I'm going to go about living my life or reacting to these things or, you know, I'm not going to get all bent out of shape about anything. It's not worth it to me. I support the university. I support the players, the coaches, whoever they may be. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sports are I think- dumb. I hate them. <laughs> sports are dumb. <laughs> and, and sports are dumb. I hate them. <laughs> it was nice timing, Rob. <laughs> Yeah, I think so for me, like that all our our terrible, our dark times uh, really kicked off when I was in, I think, probably college, maybe a little bit end of high school. I don't know, whenever 01 was. Um, And so it's been really. They were still good then. Yeah, I know. I wasn't I wasn't in high school in 01. So we're not going to talk about that. Uh, (laughs) But I think what's been really fun for me is, is I'm a lot like Meg of just like it hasn't affected. I'm 
I'm still here. Like, I don't know. Has my skin gotten a little thicker? Sure. But how much I, I have found it to be kind of a blessing to have essentially like matured as a human being, as a person who just gets older in life and become, you know, turns 30 and, and whatever um, to mature during bad times because it's made it so much easier. I think if I were like 21 right now and it was just like, I wouldn't know. I don't think I would know how to handle it very well, but mm -hmm. I think like being older and having like lived through it and lived through real life things that are significantly more important, no offense, than a football game has helped me just been like, yeah, we lost. It sucks. Give me an hour. I'll get over, you know, give me an hour. We'll move on to the next one. Um, has that's what I think it's done. So I think would it have been great to be an Alabama fan all this time? Sure. That everybody likes to win. But I think that there's a, like you said, there's a lot of good that comes from, from adversity and learning how to kind of let things go and figure out what's important and, and, you know, and how to deal with embarrassing defeats sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of our favorite follows is message board uh, geniuses. And Meg, I know you've <laughs> talked to them before. And message board geniuses, they, they highlight every single fan base across the country. At Alabama football, Kansas basketball. The last couple of weeks, Kansas basketball fans on, on message board saying fire self right in the middle of the game. And then they turn around and they win the game. So the fan bases, whether you're winning or losing, uh, they, they still end up being crazy. And I I just think that the, the telling tale of a, of a fan base is when you're at your worst, you know, on the field, on the court, if you're still showing up. And that's what makes me so proud to be a Husker fan. I, oh, yeah. Amy's the only one on this call that knew me back in the college days. And I was an obnoxious Husker fan because I was entitled. We won all the time. And, and I mean, I'd tell you, I would, you would not have liked me probably because I, I would tell you mm. how good we were. And, and, and I'm on your side. I'm a Husker fan with you. And I was obnoxious. And have I been humbled the last 20 years sure but but i feel like we're better fans now i'm more excited to go to games now and take my son to the game this weekend to the to the spring game and and and, and i tear up seeing seventy thousand people there on a saturday in the in the fall when michigan just won the big 10 and they had a couple thousand there if that and people can say it's because we have nothing to do here and i'll just say bullshit it's because people care and they travel from all over the country and and they have Montana plates that say Husker on them because they care. <laughs> they care. It doesn't matter where they live. They just really care. And uh, I think Husker fans, if you are a Husker fan now, you, you've gone through it and you're, and, and it brings us all together. And look at, look at this group Would this group. Would you think this group would be a big group hug? Big group hug. <laughs> I mean, would you think um, this I'm is not a hugger. I just did like a, I, that's not true, Meg, because when I met you last Rob, year, I was like I 13 beers. Yeah, Rob, right? yeah, I walked up and you yeah. were like, hi. And that doesn't count. I, I don't want to hear it. I think I'm still hungover from that game last year. <laughs> I'm still sunburned from that game. So, yeah, it was so yeah. hot. And that's the thing, because we drank, we started early, drank so much beer, and it was so hot that, like, I just yeah. stayed drunk forever. Outside I mean, it was of, awesome, outside but... of like spending time with like Honky and Mac um, and doing that road trip with them, that was probably the worst sporting event experience I've ever had in my entire life. Like we stood up 
for the beginning of the game and we were like standing watching the game because we were right on the field mm-hmm. and like Illinois fans are yelling at us to sit down like and it's a there's a football game going. it's the first game like post 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 COVID well, uh-huh. I almost say post pandemic but post COVID it's first game we're standing up we're excited we're like trying to like talk with these Illinois fans and everything and mm-hmm. and they were just like can you kids please sit down? <laughs> you know, and and then like, people. yeah, and then like we go walking around the stadium, uh, probably around like the third quarter or so, and I'm sunburned and miserable and just like, oh my god, I forgot to put on suntan lotion, and 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 like, there's like Husker fans like passed out in the literal rafters of like the thing, like it was just crazy, like, and, and I'm just like walking around like this is so miserable, and I'm a Raiders fan, I'm an A's fan. Fan. I'm a I'm a Golden State Warriors fan, and I grew up with the Golden State Warriors being terrible, right? Like 13 wins a season, everything. So it's like, and now here I am, like really getting into my Husker fandom. Like after I moved to Colorado with Redcast Dave, and I'm, we're like in the Pelini era, where you know 10 wins a season, but they can't beat anybody that's good, right? So it's like, mm. and now I'm just like, oh my god. So I, I'm used to it. I've been I've been like groomed to be a, uh, to, to be miserable my entire life as a sports fan. So, you know, anytime you guys need to reach out and talk about it, just, you know, feel free to like, you know, DM me or something or, you know, jump on the show and just cry on my shoulder. Cause you know, I am a hugger. I'm like me. Yeah. I'm like, for yeah. Hell week like, or something. You're seasoned. <laughs> yeah. And I can't like, I realize like I can't control what happens. So I'm just going to show up and support them till I die. I don't think it's, I'm like, I physically couldn't not be a Husker fan. So it's like, obviously, like, it just really hasn't, it's obviously not fun. Like losing isn't fun. It's discouraging. But at the same time, like, I, I just don't want to be that fan that entire week is ruined because of like a loss. Like I want to see the silver lining in it. I want to like still have a good time and like enjoy the rest of my Saturday even if they lose and if they win great but I will say I mean in general like you just feel losses more than you feel wins so it's definitely like discouraging but I mean the wins yeah so oh when we start winning I'm gonna be the worst well they're going 15 and 0 this year I'm I'm ready 100% (laughs) Maddie Maddie living in Iowa City I mean, do the losses hurt more or when we get the wins, are they going to, are you going to pull a Meg on people? So right when I moved here, I feel like I had absolutely no filter and was somewhat of that like annoying college fan that you just (laughs) described. Like that was me. And then I'm like, even if we were winning, I don't want to be like that. And so I have somewhat, yeah. Oh, I'll be like that. Yeah. (laughs) I say that, but. Who knows? I will 100% yeah. be that person again someday. <laughs> Actually, my favorite. So during the OU game, I there's a brewery out here. It's called Big Grove. And I was sitting there. Only person with the Husker shirt on was absolutely sweating bullets, stressed out of my mind. And there was an Iowa fan next to me. And like, we just started talking. And he was like, you know, like, I'm actually like impressed at like how much like, you know, like knowledge you have just like on Nebraska in general. And I'm like, you know what? I could have just been an absolute jerk and super obnoxious. And like, you know, I just feel like I try and put more of like a filter on because like I am a Nebraska fan in Iowa City and I don't want to be an obnoxious Nebraska fan in Iowa City or like an arrogant or <laughs> Nebraska fan in Iowa City um, because they're great people. And I mean, 
yeah, I don't like the Hawkeyes, but you know, at the end of the day, I don't want to be a jerk either. So I feel <laughs> yeah, like and- I have a responsibility to Tom Osborne to be a good Husker fan <laughs> and to make the the Husker Nation proud. You know, he's looking at me to do that. So right, we're not that like <laughs> fans in college in college sports for <laughs> nothing. And, and you know we can always find positive things to say about him. I'm not. I, I have some very good Iowa fans or friends that are Iowa fans. And uh, and shout out to Iowa Sean. And while we're, well, Iowa Sean, there's, <laughs> there's others there too. And but uh, but also, I I've said this. I've said this publicly. The greatest tradition, the new tradition at least in college football, is the wave. And there's nothing yeah, better. And every awesome. every university on can, across the country that has a children's hospital and a football program is kicking themselves that they didn't build the hospital overlooking the football stadium because that is an amazing yeah. tradition that they have there. So I'll give I'll give kudos where kudos are due. Yeah. Honky, let's answer some questions. Or and is that Bob's job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> so so we haven't got a lot of questions. It's more like it's more like comments too. Well and, John De- cool. John Devin, who I, I know who John is because he <laughs> he's a strong human being. He's Amy's husband and uh like black belt three times over and, and he was one night he was trying to do like a i was like just do like a, a like a a small black belt thing on my arm just do something and he just a small black belt thing and he just like hit it one time i was like i thought he broke my arm and he was just like tapping it and i was like you are you're you're a strong guy anyway one of his or- questions was about uh Say about what your favorite players were. I don't know if you can bring there, there that was, up. Rob. There was that I can bring that up, but but first, E. Ortwin Stein. Steinem? Stein? Oh, this is Boomer. Uh, what are I was going to say that. <laughs> to be Boomer. Yeah. Boomer. 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 And he's texting me. He, the, you, he, he's texting me right now saying you can't prove anything. So, you know, that it's him. But yeah, um, yeah that's Australian yeah. rules football. Nobody knows that. And apparently, I Richmond's do. And I, I, I actually Rich, watched yeah, that. Honky's match a Richmond and, fan. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, a I'm a Australian college. I'm a North. Mo- I'm a North. Oh, yeah. You went to Australian uh, college. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, see yeah. here. Enough here, of, enough of steam, though. Bring up no, John's enough. question, though. Where where is John? Is he Husker? No, that's Husker Kara. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at this. Oh, John said he would love to hear everyone's (laughs) favorite player. So I was trying to avoid like the men asking questions about like who your favorite players because you guys mentioned mentioned how much you hate it when guys do that. But now you know what? I'm I'm asking. Not favorite player. (laughs) They like Alex Trebek. He asks questions. It's okay. Okay, can you all tell me who was the safety on the 1970? That's what we don't like. Luckily, it was. Okay, so John asked, I'd be interested in hearing everyone's player, and we want your top five plays from that player and what quarter in the game that it happened. (laughs) What was his total yards? (laughs) Let's do it. Uh, Actually, Um, let's... uh, uh, Favorite player, like, football? Because my favorite player is Nicklin Hames. Oh. There you go. Um, Current. Current. Yeah, Um, that's a good question. My all-time favorite player in any sport is probably Alex Gordon. Okay. Also a good Husker. We'll go up to uh, we'll go to Abby. Um, so and you can say multiple sports. You don't have to just do one or. Uh, football specifically is Grant Wistrom. Um, mm. was that? Well, I don't know what that noise was. Was that a disapproving noise? No, no, okay. that's like <laughs> just thinking back to Grant Wistrom and feeling nice. So we uh, uh, just like a quick sidebar. Um, so I'm on the alumni foundation, the official like alumni chapter down here in St. Louis. And one of the guys on our board 
played for Nebraska, has a couple rings, um, and still talks to Grant because I like how I say that. Like we're friends. I use his first name, Grant. But, um, <laughs> to Grant Wisham. Um, and he obviously doesn't live very far from St. Louis. And so we joke all the time about like, you know, all you would ever have to do to make me happy is to introduce me to him. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. We filed a restraining order against you for him <laughs> on his behalf because that's how much I love, so much I love him to the point where like, when people who aren't like when we're watching professional sports and they're like, you're from Nebraska. I'm like, yeah, you remember Grant Wistrom? <laughs> Why is that who I think? Of? Sure. Sure. Um, I do. So, so Grant Wistrom is uh 100% my favorite football player. Um, and then any sport, I would actually say um, Melissa Elmer from the volleyball team was, she was the first like volleyball player that I remember meeting and watching and just being in complete awe of her power and i thought that was amazing so that's great sarah oh, i knew you were gonna ask me next <laughs> um that's hard i would like to say tommy frazier but his jasker thing kind of oh. hurts my heart but i still love him that's just a cleat like this is gonna sound like i have no life or i've never had a life but his huge national championship football teams were a huge foundational part of my childhood whole lot of great memories and it's all just kind of tied in with that era um i'm just gonna pick that one i have to think about a all-time player ask oh gosh ask that's Sarah my brother. About the texas a&m game where we didn't realize we were 30s behind <laughs> 30, i think that's 30, 30 seconds, seconds oh 30 yeah. seconds behind live and everyone upstairs spoiled the ending for us would, oh, would that have been yeah. the, the Oh, that might have been the 06 one. The uh, Maurice Purify catches it in the end zone. I was mm-hmm. at that yeah. game. I was at that game, and I had the worst seats in the, in the country to watch that play because we were like like in the fourth row, but like a hundred yards away with the sideline in, in front of us. So I watched the other side of uh, the AM Stadium, thirty thousand fans with the white towels, and I just watched them, and I saw thirty thousand flags stop at the same time, and I was like, Yeah, I feel like that's the best place thing. to be. That would have been pretty awesome it, to see. Yeah. It was, it, and it was the last game of the year. So they normally, they never let anybody on their field after a game because the field is sacred at AM, but they were going to be changing the field after the season oh. and the season was done. So we got done and we got to walk out That's on cool. the field and that was kind of cool. Matthew, Matthew, the question was directed at Sarah. I'm okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. Long story short, we were downstairs. They were upstairs. We were all excited, like, oh, here goes the play. And then upstairs, we hear, a whole bunch of happy screaming and we're like well i guess like we still got excited about it though it was really fun it's better than we didn't not. get to go on the field though there were no we, towels yeah, yeah see my story's better trey that's why i said it <laughs> all right I, point taken rob kylie who's your favorite all-time player in in, in any sport anywhere ever hmm. meg knows this <laughs> um but i feel like it's kind of changing because i'm around more players lately but Kurt Warner has always been like one of my all time. I love Kurt Warner. Um, Nebraska football wise, I was going to say JP just because we had him on the show and he was so good to us. Um, I feel like it's a little different being on the journalist side. I look at it differently. So I kind of just, I like Garrett Nelson. Love him. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. But if I couldn't just say like one Favorite athlete of all time, Kurt Warner and Marc-Andre Fleury. Ooh, Sad. 
man, that's digging deep right there. So you you are a big hockey fan too, then. I, that's yeah. Well, it that's just awesome. kind of started when we got this team, and then now that I work for the team, it's all I think about or talk about or do. So <laughs> I'm very behind on Husker football, but I'm a hockey girl now, I guess. Well, if you just listen to the Redcast every week, we can keep you up to date on all of the. Uh, <laughs> That's all you have to do. That's, That's it. Need. One hour a week. Uh, Amy. Oh, I'm terrible at this, and it's it's my own husband who asked the question, but I I have <laughs> an awful time like saying favorite movie or song or anything, so I I don't. Yeah, this is too hard. Um, but I'll just tell you in general that I like really short, powerful running backs. Like those always always get me like that little punch it in power so like a Corey ross or i was gonna say Corey ross. Ross. I was thinking of a little pork chop action pork chop yep, exactly <laughs> and then i thought i have no good reason to say Corey ross but you don't need in one general this is true thank you thank you meg mm-hmm. maddie yep. volleyball probably gina mancuso who's from papillion i forget somebody mm-hmm. here said they're from yeah so, yes so probably her for we're best friends no like, oh my gosh i <laughs> love that um and then currently well and then i, I mean kenny bell i love watching kenny oh, bell yes. and i'm the catch at iowa oh my gosh i have a video of my cousin like pick i mean i'm almost six foot like i'm not a petite girl i have a video of my cousin like grabbing me and like swinging me around after he caught that um against iowa and i think it was like 2015 or something but um probably like that was probably one of my favorite memories but um yeah so kenny bell or i mean rex burkhead and honestly like i just love jojo doman's like demeanor and and interviews and like just watching i feel like that's kind of something that I feel like I'm drawn to more is like how players conduct themselves. And um, even like listening to Martinez this past season, like getting choked up, like talking about how like they gave the sellout seats away to um, the kid, local kids. I just like, that's, I'm a softie for that stuff. Like that'll get me. So um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, Gina Mikuso, um, Kenny Bell and yeah, Rex Burkhead. Yeah, those are probably some front runners for me. Hard to go. Jojo's a good choice too. I can I can speak from uh, experience that he's probably one of the nicest kids that that I've talked to. You know, like super humble kid comes from a good family. Like, you know, his mom and dad are just really good people. Speaking of which, quick promo: we are going to have Jojo's dad on the show um, here in a couple of weeks because he is an NFL agent. So he's going to come on and kind of talk about how he helps kids. Um, you know, wait, make their way into the NFL and kind of how he represents them here in the future. So I uh, thought I would cool. throw that out there, given you you brought up JoJo. So I figured cool. I might as well just throw that in there. I did that intentionally. I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not and not that anybody asked, but my favorite all-time athlete is Bo Jackson. Um, growing up, my, my parents had season tickets to the Raiders. Again, that's twice this show I've mentioned them. Um, and I uh, – and Bo Jackson was just huge for me, but so, and Alex Gordon was there too, but he was a Kansas city Royal, right? Bo Jackson. Yep, yep. 
Yeah, and but like as far as like uh, other guys too, um, Jay Novacek and Larry Allen for the old Cowboys teams in the '90s um, were big for personal reasons. I went to college with Larry and in a very small liberal arts school in Northern California, and then um, Jay Novacek, he's from Gothenburg, so yeah, you know. represent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my so you mentioned that, and that's why I threw my arms in the air. Is that my mom's <laughs> family is from Gothenburg, and my grandfather, after he graduated high school, jumped on a train as a hobo and rode to Northern California, where he worked in the naval so cool. shipyards. Oh my god! Like, yeah, so I was just sisters? like, I was just like, I was just like, you know, do you do ancestry.com? Because we might be related. <laughs> yeah, we like, might. We literally might be related. There's a good chance Don't we have do like that. people. They'll that convict you of murder and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you if you ever murder someone, <laughs> I mean, I guess the good advice. I mean, I would have to kill anyone, somebody. Actually, that brings me to the next question that comes up that's a great segue meg ready how many confirmed trolls do meg and abby have on twitter okay so when we talk about yeah true deny everything yeah uh, legally i would like to plead the fifth right now Um, (laughs) dan lost about that that's perfectly legal for me to do uh how's the old line doing though yeah, but the O line. How's the O line? I'm doing my best, guys. I'm trying. Really. Keep your eye on Kevin Williams Jr. So that kid's gonna be a star. I'm really yeah. excited. So, like, I know that that was something we had talked about before of like what we're looking forward to in the spring game. I don't think we talked about it on here, but just no, like, we in didn't. general. Um, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I've I listen Another to Sunday segment. morning pancakes. I'm like, can I do that? Um, I listen to Sunday morning pancakes. Um every Sunday. Uh free shout out. I don't care. Um <laughs> and it's like listening to those guys talk about how they feel different, like the differences they've been through make me really excited not to see the O-line necessarily, but to see like the improved athleticism of mm-hmm. the team. And I think specifically looking at how um, that O-line is going to just quick snap off the ball. Super, super stoked. Mm-hmm. So, now that's, that's newly. And who's, who's the other, is that Banks? Banks. Is that yeah. Banks? our, our, uh, our football basketball friend, uh, for <laughs> we should we should have said him for our favorite oh Nebraska God. basketball has, player. I love that picture though. Yes, <laughs> so oh good. My God, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> I have two other tweets of the week. Maybe I'll put them up here. And, yeah. and one of them, this is Abby. You had talked to me about this one, so I wanted to put this one yeah. out there. This was College Football Home. Uh, it said, "With March being Women His- Women's History Month, we love girls who love football as much as we boys do." Only 11% of women consider themselves avid fans compared to 34% of men. So when I see someone bashing a girl because it's a manly sport, please be ready to get called out. So, uh, I love that the how many confirmed kills is still up there. On <laughs> I feel like I should just leave it there for the rest of the night, but I'm, I'm going to pull it down here in a second because we did get uh... yeah, college football home is great. Um, I know like Meg and I joke a lot about like bullying hurts because they just post stats and it's almost always <laughs> right about just how bad Nebraska has been lately. Um, but I've had, I mean, I've had just one-on-one conversations with him and, and it's so, and he's so, so supportive of, of women, of female fans. So like kind of circling back to what we talked about, how there are some really great kind of advocates and, and men who are like, mm-hmm. you guys know what you're talking about that's a great example of one. And so if, if you don't follow them, I, I suggest it, but know that if you're a Husker fan, it it's not going to be fun. always. <laughs> there, yeah. I think he's an Iowa fan, but yeah, mm-hmm. to your point, I mean, it's, it's, 
whatever it's you know stats yeah. are stats they hurt but he's yeah good dude and, good dude yeah um i have another another one here and i wanted to post this this was just a couple of tweets that came out and it was about um espn this last week and first off it was a reminder espn is calling this the most expensive women's final four production they've ever done espn by the way is not beholden to equity reports title nine etc they're doing this because it's a good business decision and up here, the March Madness, they set a national championship sellout for the women's national championship game, South Carolina against UConn, 18,304 in attendance. And uh, I, I should make a point of saying, and somewhere I have it here, Nebraska-Wisconsin drew 18,755 for the, the volleyball final this year. And one of the th- reasons we bring that up, Boomer, who, of course, was uh, trying to mask himself as Jumbo Steam earlier with this question, but Boomer he's made this statement a number of times with volleyball. Like why the hell are, 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 are television networks not getting behind promoting this? And I remember when Nebraska played Texas for the national championship, I think it was in 2016, it was on ESPN two. So that ESPN one could be showing like the woolen bull weeder bowl game between like two no name teams. You know, it was like the first of 40 bowls. And it's like, how are you Mm -hmm. ever going to build a sport if you keep putting it on, ESPN plus or something that you have to stream. And, you know, I, I live in Roca, so, you know, I can, I, I, you know, I have like one internet option and it's not very good. So it's like, you know, how are you going to build a sport? And, and right there, that sh- that tweet right here, or, or this slide shows it that they put some money into it. They're actually going to, you know, produce this thing. They're going, and, and Kai, maybe I'll ask you this since you've worked it with, you know, in the industry, you know, you put some resources to it, you promote it, and the and the the product sells itself. I mean, you see that. You see that in those stats there, the basketball and the volleyball numbers that they've had. Yeah, when you first put that tweet up, I hadn't seen it yet, but I felt like it's a little bit misleading because um, when I worked at ESPN, I worked on the Women's March Madness tournament, and they have had the tournament for a long time, and they have done a lot – in that realm i think a lot of it is because they don't have the men's tournament but at the same time that has been a priority for them for a while so i understand what you're saying but i also feel like the volleyball being on espn too that's that's not okay i don't know they mm-hmm. do that i think volleyball in a sense people can get behind it more than women's basketball because I think volleyball is more of a women's sport, but I don't know. It's super interesting why they don't provide more resources for other sports besides women's college basketball. Do you see it changing there though? I mean, like, I mean, is this, was this a step in the right direction this year? You think, or or is it? Well, like what exactly are they doing different? Just spending more money. I think they're actively promoting it finally. But they've always had they've always had the tournament. So when I was working on it, I felt like we were promoting it, but maybe it's in a different way. Sometimes I think that like I don't know, it can be misleading in the way people present things. Um, but I would be curious to know like what's different from Last year and previous years, maybe they just made a sick graphic and it sold out sooner and who knows. Mm-hmm. So wasn't this the first year that the label March Madness got to be used for the women's tournament? Mm-hmm. Yes. That could play into it too. 
and I know when I was working there, that's all a money thing. I don't, that's just like, yeah. because of the networks, it's not necessarily because like men versus women. Cause you couldn't even say March madness, like in a sports center read. So even mm-hmm. if you were talking about Kentucky losing, you couldn't say March madness. You had to say in the NCAA tournament. So, but that's mm-hmm. interesting that you can say it now. Yeah, this was the first year they also called the women's tournament March Madness. Like, it wasn't referred to that before this year as March Madness. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I it's kind of one of those things where, like, how do you grow the sport, get more viewers, earn more revenue if you're not promoting it, if you're not, like, seeking these out and trying to grow it? Like, how does because people are like, oh well, they don't put it on because it doesn't make enough money. How will it ever put mm-hmm. it on? People want to watch volleyball, people want to watch softball. Well, if I want to go the games on TV on a rant with that too. Like even Nebraska, where volleyball is huge, I have a terrible time trying to find a volleyball shirt to wear. Mm-hmm. And maybe there are more in stores in Lincoln, but online there is a whole bunch of nothing and and if i do find something it's not adidas it's just some knockoff graphic stuff which you know is cute and creative but why isn't adidas putting money behind that when it's so huge and such a long sellout for nebraska and and you know we out of anybody are going to be given money to that my dad emailed john cook once to get a nebraska volleyball <laughs> shirt did he get I, one? Awesome. No, I don't. Well, actually, I'll have to follow up with him. He told me, though, he's like, I don't know. Don't ask me how he found it, like his email even. <laughs> but yeah, that ad.unl, it's fine. Yes. <laughs> um, oh. Speaking of emailing John Cook, which is very, it's very random that I have very a story specific, about this. Yeah. But yeah, um, my daughter has always wanted to be like a ball girl you know, at the volleyball game, oh, gives the ball back. Same. And right. Yeah. I'm like, and me too. Um, but my mm-hmm. uncle works for the university, not with the athletic department in any capacity, any way, shape, form at all. Um, and he's like, I'll try to email John cook. And it was right before they were playing Texas this year in the tournament. And he freaking answered. And I was like, what is he doing on his phone right before this game? Answering your freaking email. I'm like, if they he's lose, an angel because he's fault. amazing. Yes, yes, he is. He is. He's like, John well, can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Well, maybe get back to me in the summer. Okay. Um, so I don't know if anybody saw this. This was yesterday. Uh, Danny Busboom Kelly tweeted something out. So speaking kind of of like television and, and how we promote women's sports. Um, I'm just going to read it. Sorry. It says, um, I watched women's basketball captivate a fan base year after year. And this year I saw firsthand how fast volleyball can do the same. Only 19% of our tournament was televised in 2021. Volleyball is mm-hmm. ready to burst and we need uh, more room to showcase our sport and the amazing athletes that play it. And so Absolutely. that like, resonated a lot with me as a volleyball fan right and as a mm-hmm. loving loving especially at nebraska our women's sports because we are a women's sports state now um <laughs> it, it just blew my mind that only like i had to think back and be like oh right no i had to pay for a subscription for espn plus to watch the mm-hmm. early rounds of the tournament when there were no other sports happening 
Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. What else is being shown on ESPN that you can't show? You have like 12 different ESPN channels that I can get for free with my ESPN subscription that I don't have to pay extra to see. And like, I get it. It's first rounds. It's colleges you've never heard of. It's, it's probably games that aren't that exciting, but you get schools that this is the first time they've ever made it into a tournament and they get to play in Lincoln. And it's like, why not promote that? And grow it. That's an that is there are so many fans of volleyball who would who who are paying for it. It 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 just blows that, that, mind. Abby, that's a wonderful point. And you know, men's basketball, every single game's on. Yeah. And volleyball, they're not. I went out to Colorado to watch the first two rounds of the the March Madness. Well, guess what? On Friday, we went to a sports book where you know you have a hundred TVs and it's where all the, the all the sports betting's going on out there in Colorado. And Nebraska is playing Gonzaga in women's basketball first round. Can't find it. There's no, there's, it's mm-hmm. not televised. How do you build the, I guess that's the question. How do you build the sport if you're never going to show it? Mm-hmm. And I and love you know, what Nebraska public media is doing, or, or I might have the name wrong now, but I feel like them broadcasting the volleyball games and a lot of the baseball games and stuff like that is just doing so much good for those sports in Nebraska. And that's not your typical thing that you think of public media doing, but it's what Nebraskans want. Mm -hmm. And it just Mm -hmm. produces such good vibes because then people can watch the games. I'm jealous because I can't get those here in Mm -hmm. Montana um, outside the broadcast, even for like internet options and stuff. But I I love how they're doing that for, for the women's sports. Yeah, and Amy, I just watched a thing on that public, the Nebraska Public Network, and they were talking about volleyball in the state and how they've grown it. And you've seen Creighton volleyball yeah. be really good now, and Nebraska volleyball. And if girls can't make it onto one of those two teams, they end up playing at other power schools. I mean, volleyball's so big in the state. And I think to your point there, what what our local media has done because there's such a, a, a you know just a fever for anything Husker. My goodness, I'm watching bowling. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching bowling. We're, we're, we're it's blue so blood fun, and though. They're so fun to watch. Winning's fun. Winning it is. is. Fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're great girls. They had a tournament. Sorry, I'm going to hijack. They had a tournament down here in St. Louis in February or something. And like three of our alumni group were like, we'll go support them. It'll be fine. Maybe nobody will show up. There were so many people there awesome. because their families and their friends travel to go. See we travel. Them. Like, Absolutely. It made We're me Nebraska. so happy. And it was like, and it's fun. I learned a lot about competitive bowling and all the things that are in it and what makes our team so good. And it's like, Oh my God, why does anybody make fun of us for being a bowling team? <laughs> bowling is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sport too. But no, like we have such a hunger, like Nebraskans are such good fans and we have such a hunger right now for winning. Like even when we're starting to do well at the end of the Nebraska ball season, like all of a sudden everybody wanted to jump on and just be excited about something because we have, you know, few times during this time of year to be excited. And it was great to have that instant energy for it. We have few times to be excited about men's sports. Think yes. of what women's yes. sports are doing yes. right now. Think of what that. volleyball's done. Yeah. Think about what, what women's basketball did and think of what softball's doing right what now. Think of bowling. It's like, amazing. Um, I think our softball team's on like a 10 win streak right now. Oh, wow. They won two of the three games by like whatever the run rule is against Rutgers. Like, why are we not talking about the fact that the women's softball team is like 
destroying people. <laughs> there's, a, there's a run rule in softball. I yeah, that, yeah. And, and, and what did they call the um, mercy rule? Is it is that what yeah, they're still calling? Yeah, yeah. Rule, it's just a yeah. run rule. Um, Billy Andrews is murdering softballs so often that people are just walking her because no one wants to pitch to her anymore. No way. It's like what? yeah, all the time. <laughs> So good. They're all yeah. so good. It's such so Barry a- Bonds was the Billy Andrews of Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well played. See what exactly. I did. Yeah. Honking, you gotta cut us off because six girls are gonna talk for three more hours. Well, I, I, I was sitting here looking at the time and, and I was thinking to myself, like, this is probably like the most entertained I've been doing the show. Oh, it's so you fun. know, and and, <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> oh, I mean, Rob, Rob, and you're not the I just didn't include you at the beginning, and now we don't want you on it. But you're not part of our DM <laughs> chain that we've been doing on, on oh, Twitter. I, I, thank, thank God. I, and I'll tell you, this, I mean, I knew the energy was going to be brought tonight, and nobody has disappointed. This has been this has been wonderful, um, and I want to thank everyone here. But let's let's go around the room. Let's do, everyone have a parting shot, and everyone can can kind of give their final thoughts here. But uh, and, and you know what? I'll start with Rob because he hasn't talked much tonight. So we'll start with Rob and we'll go around the room from there. Well, I just want to say that that this just confirms in my head that uh, Husker fans, uh, men or women, are the best fans on the planet. Um, you know, I'll be driving through Nebraska this week. And my favorite thing about it is that, like, I'll be wearing my Nebraska shirt. I'll be stopping off to get gas probably a couple times on the way there. And the best part is, is that everybody looks like me. When I go in there, like everybody's wearing red, everybody is straight Husker. And it's funny because half the time, like I'll say to the gas attendant, like, and I'll be like, Hey man, like, are you excited about the spring game this weekend? He's wearing a Husker shirt, everything. And he'll be like, Oh, is that this weekend? You know what I mean? It's just, a, <laughs> you know, so it's like, but, but it's just Huskers are everywhere. And and I'm really looking forward to it. And if any of you guys are going to be there, we uh, honky and I are going to be trekking all over Lincoln. So just, you know, message us, let us know. We'd love to, we'd love to hang out, meet up. I know we're, we're planning on doing the baseball uh, maybe one or two nights this Friday, you know, yeah, all Friday, that Friday. and you know, and if we run into one of you too, who knows? You know, you you'd be welcome to maybe sit down and do the rapid reaction with us too. So um, yeah. we'll be doing that right after the spring game. So we'd love to have any of you on. Very cool, uh, Abby. Is it okay if I have two? They're quick. Oh, yeah, I have like twelve sometimes. <laughs> okay, yeah. where there is no time limit here. We can go. I have a one. banner that says over under three and a half minutes for honky talking on it. <laughs> um, so number one, um, please remember that teams in the nineties only watched film and only studied the playbook and had zero fun. So no fun <laughs> husker fans. That's a joke. Uh, sorry, I have to explain that now. And second, um, women belong in sports and women belong in sports fandoms. And so if you are a woman in sports, please be loud with us and we'll support you. What's your, what's your shirt, Abby? Oh, my shirt that yeah. says women belong in sports. <laughs> did I get this shirt specifically for this podcast? Yes, I did. Uh, is I it love it. amazing? Yes, it is. <laughs> so, so Abby has a shirt just for this podcast. Rob has a, a Kool-Aid uh, picture just for it. This is great. Uh, Sarah. Well, I'm just going to say in the words of the legendary Rick Ross, when you're a corn husker, you're a corn husker. Woo. GBR. <laughs> We're going to win the division. <laughs> I forgot about that part. That's our favorite line. We still say it all the time. I'm, I'm I forgot skip. that part. I'm going to skip over Meg. We're going to go to uh, Maddie. 
yeah, I think this is just like affirmed why I'm a Husker fan. It's just like all of you are by definition sort of strangers to me. And I just think this has been awesome. And thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. I hope to see you guys. I will be at the spring game and at the baseball game on Sunday. So, yes, absolutely. I would love to um, meet up with some of you guys. Awesome. Amy. I'm just so jealous of all of you guys who get to go to the spring game because it has been so long since I've got to use my season tickets and, um, and see a Husker game live, but I'm going this year. Um, and, and also this was my prepared parting shot. Um, drink local. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a, Oh, which, which, um, brewery was that? So this is I, I'm backwards on my printer. So this is Higher Ground Brewery in Hamilton, Montana. They're a very little bitty place um, that has really great pizza. So yeah, that's awesome. I'll be bringing right. some really beer and whiskey with me this yeah, weekend then. for some people. So you where know. are we going, Nice. <laughs> well, and it's funny because I probably won't be drinking any of it. I'm just bringing it to share. So yeah. Well, let's finish with the popping kernels. And uh, we'll start with Kai, your parting shot. Well, I thought it was supposed to be like something snarky. and uh, <laughs> It can be whatever you want. Please, please. Be so I'm not shit. allowed to be snarky anymore, but um, just no mansplaining. And don't be a jerk on Twitter, whether it's to a personal account, a team account, a player account, um, because there is a human behind that. And people don't realize how mean they can be. So don't be a mansplainer and be nice on Twitter. Never (laughs) tweet at players, right, Meg? Right. Yes. Never tweet at anyone mean things. That's right. Awful. (laughs) That's very true. Meg. All right. Well, my parting shot is that I want to do this again. Like, a hundred more times with like we can just do a whole like spinoff series with celebrity guests we Mm -hmm. can do games and we can have snacks and yeah (laughs) i'm just really excited i seriously had so much fun and you're totally replacing me aren't you (laughs) rob you've been dropped notice i'm not on the dm chain like Yeah, I'm not, I'm not on the DM chain. That's like the we first quoted step. Mean Girls for a solid 24 hours in the DM chain. So. We didn't bring up it. Mean was Girls so fetch. Once. <laughs> oh, there, it there it is. There it is. There it is. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to thank everyone for being a part of this. And, and that was going to be my quick parting shot was that this doesn't have to be a one and done. We can do more of these. And, and these can be we can do different types of shows. We, we mentioned Aaron Sorensen earlier and I think of like Priscilla Joseph too. There's all kinds of different oh, yeah. shows. And this first one that we put together, the, the biggest challenge was getting it down to just six. You know I mean? At, at first I was, I had 10 and 12 and 14 names. Oh, and you and, sent me this huge list of people. And I was like, have you ever talked to 10 women at once? <laughs> we got to narrow this down a little bit. Like I not, love it, but not just 10 women, but work. 10 women who are really excited to talk about like, yes. Nebraska, like oh, <laughs> right. And, and you know, and I mentioned where everyone's from, but also just, we have different age groups. We have, di- this is a, it, we have a very diverse population and i want to continue that with this with this uh with these conversations that we have 
I mean, the Husker Nation is is so much bigger than than just what goes on inside the state. I mean, and and we've seen that here. And it's something that I, I really want to continue to. That's something we can tell stories. And and this venue that we have here is a great way of doing it. And I just I really appreciate everyone's time here. And uh, this was a fun forum. I really want to do this again. So uh, thank you all. And uh, until we see you next, Redcasters, that will be another Go Big Redcast. Go Big Red. A Huda Media Production.